guys. Here we go. Bruno. It's yeah. Wednesday night. It's Wednesday, and it's cold. It is very cold in Cincinnati tonight. I just was out and went to the grocery. So welcome to the Cigar Match Podcast, episode 15. This is pretty Ooh. cool. I'm excited by that. Um, real quick, we'll do the proper intro. I am your... We are your host. I'm sorry. I'm Adam. <laughs> and I'm Bruno. I'm just the guy in the background. That's all. <laughs> yeah, just, never mind that guy behind the curtain over there. No, no, no. You'd think after 15 episodes, we'd be able to get through an intro. Nah. That's... No, we're not nah, proper. It, it's cold. I'm blaming it on the cold. So episode it's, 15, um, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's we, we are in proper winter, and we're talking to cigars again. Uh, we're probably going to have a short uh, episode for you guys this week. I've been dealing with a little bit of, uh, actually, a lot of the flu. So not a lot of time went into notes and things like that. And so we decided, let's go with what we have, and we'll put out a short episode. I know we say that every week, but we <laughs> promise we you guys. Blabbing. <laughs> this this will time be, we're not going to blab. No, this will be probably the shortest episode we've ever recorded. So we've got some, some things ready to go. So let's dive into some of our articles, Bruno. You want to yeah, start there? Um... Do you have anything you want to talk about? <laughs> Other? Yeah, one. No, not yet. I want to. Okay. Adam and I had a blast with this before we started. And, <laughs> yes, and, we did. Yeah. So Davidoff has their Winston Churchill late hour. Well, they have a late hour petite Pantella returns. They added two new humidors. And Adam and I, both working in, a, in the brick and mortar. Now, before we start to, to say anything that could be construed as poking fun, I will <laughs> tell you that, you know, we had a, a Davidoff rep come in and he taught us a lot about cigars it was awesome it was and i will tell you that davidoff is probably one of maybe four or five cigars that i can talk about that does not change at all no. even the last third it might change well i just said it ain't changed at all and i'm gonna say <laughs> well, maybe a tiny tiny bit very but- consistent it, the and every single Davidoff I've smoked, and when we had the Maduro smokes, we smoked a lot of those. Every single one burned even. <clears throat> it it just I will my hats off to Davidoff. Not necessarily my style of cigar, other than some ones they've had in the past. But yes. So with that said, Quality. we're looking through Quality. this and yeah. Hang on, very... let's not get let's not get to the big one yet. <laughs> let's, right. let's talk about the cigar. <laughs> So the announcement was (laughs) the announcement was the Davidoff Winston Churchill, the late hour petite Pantella. So this was a cigar that was released previously, and I believe it was in 2020 was the original release, and it was limited to only the international market, so was not available in the U.S. Um, This new release is going to be a full a part of the regular line for Davidoff. Uh, It will be available in the U.S., so you will be able to find it hopefully at your local brick and mortars if they are uh, Davidoff approved retailers. <laughs> That's yes. just funny to say, but it, it is, is yeah. but it's true. Uh, so the Petit Pantella, it's a four by 38. Um, so that's a, you know, obviously it's going to be a smaller size, which I'm okay with. I don't mind that. Um, I can do it in about five minutes. Yeah. Bruno will blaze right through it, but <laughs> I don't mind it. And uh, going into it just a little bit more, uh, the blend uses an Ecuadorian Habano Oscaro wrapper, which I'm a big fan of there. Yes. Mexican Andreas Negro binder and fillers that include Dominican Olor, Piloto, and San Vicente, along with Sumatran wrapper. Ah, excuse me. Along with Sumatran tobacco and leaves from Condega and Esteli regions of Nicaragua. 
Such great pronunciation. I know. Mr. I'm really, su- really surprised I give you by an that. A plus in <laughs> pronunciation tonight. I'm surprised I didn't butcher that. And the Condega leaves the, the Condega leaves are aged in Scotch cast, which which is cool. It is very um, cool. So it sounds like it's gonna be a very, very tasty cigar. And coming from David Off, I'm sure it's going to yes. be a quality cigar. Looking yes, at it will. Looking looking at the image in the article, I mean, just look at the wrapper on that cigar. It does look yummy. <laughs> and tell me it doesn't look yeah. I it wish it was that yummy. size that I'm looking at right on my screen. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that would be the perfect size. Um but that, so they're coming in tens of four. Um and according to the article, which I'm not sure how this how how to take this, uh, it says each cigar has an MSRP of ten dollars ten cents, and they're sold in tens of four. So the way I read that is the ten is going to be forty dollars. Exactly, <laughs> pretty much the way I read it too. Um, which isn't really a shock. We're talking about Davidoff, so you know that's kind of what I would expect. So, and then what's what Bruno was alluding to previously. You know, we were looking at this article on on our pre-show. Um, look behind the curtain, Bruno and I get together a little before <laughs> the podcast and just talk through some of our things and just kind of get the conversation started. So, Davidoff is releasing um, two new Winston Churchill humidors. So, these humidors look really, really nice. They are beautiful. Uh, the smaller humidor is designed to hold 25 to 35 cigars. It uh, has an oak exterior. And it looks, I mean, it's a lighter color. It looks really nice. And the MSRP on the smaller humidor, Bruno. <laughs> the MSRP on that will be a cool $2,600. Yes, $2,600. Now, what I'm confused about is, is I want to know if it, if it comes with cigars. Yeah, we cigars can't figure that it. out. We can't figure it out. The, 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 the stock pictures show cigars in the humidor, but it doesn't specify if that's just for marketing purposes or if right. it comes with cigars. Uh, at twenty six hundred, whoo! I would hope. Now, if twenty, if you're looking at that going, <laughs> you know what? Maybe if it, maybe if it, if, it, if it were a little larger, I, I may go on that. Right, right, well, right, right. Davidoff was thinking on that along that line. Uh, they have a second humidor that's designed to hold seventy to eighty hum, uh, seventy to eighty cigars. The exterior is made of black tulip wood. That looks again very very nice oh, it's presentation. Beautiful. Black humidor with the gold highlighting on it looks. Really super sharp, uh, removable tray on the inside. That will set you back how much, Bruno? A nice $3,400. I want four. $3,400. And, and as if that wasn't enough, uh, the humidors are made in France. And there's a limited number of 40 of the humidors, 40 of each size in the yeah. U.S. So only 40. Um, these items, they're due to begin shipping next week, uh, the 18th. So... We've got two humidors, one at twenty six hundred, one at thirty four hundred. Bruno and I were, t- were talking. Bruno and I were talking pre show. What's the likelihood that if, if you were still working in the brick and mortar, this thing came in? How hard are you looking at it to decide? Am I taking it home with me? There is only one way that I would even remotely think about it, with a good discount, by the way. Right. And that would be <laughs> if it had the Maduro robusto in it. Then it would be a very difficult decision. Yeah, it, that would take some, definitely require some thought. How many nights am I going to spend on the couch, or how many but, nights am I going to spend calling Bruno <laughs> asking if I could sleep in his basement? As Adam and I are not rich, we will be no. buying zero of these. Today. Zero of these. Yeah, there's only and forty. If you in the can US, afford like, it, that is awesome. Go after it. Yes, exactly. send us pictures. 
Send us pictures and let us know if it came with, yeah. with cigars because we're and not sure. And send us sure. a freaking cigar from it. <laughs> yes, please. Please, See, We please. told you about it. That's our finder's fee. Finder's fee, yeah. So, but as all things Davidoff, you know you're going to spend for it. And typically with Davidoff, it's quality. So It is, yeah. and I, as much as I like to just laugh and carry on, they are still the, probably the number one as far as consistency and it's it was interesting so i do not remember because i'm old we're gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go into a little story from our tasting at the uh brick and mortar with david off and adam will stop me if i've already gone into this but it was at that point in my life that i learned how important the cut is and yes. one of the things that was interesting is i was looking through some of our old stuff and we told you guys before there's straight cut v cut punch cut and not very many variations beyond that. Very little. <clears throat> so we sit down. And again, if I've told this story and you heard it, I'm very sorry. We sit down. He gives us a cigar. He tells us all to punch the cigar. And I'm like, cool. I punch my cigars anyways. This will be awesome. So we start smoking. And he gives us about five minutes with the cigars. And he says, okay, now I want you to take and I want you to straight cut it. And we all kind of went, what do you mean? He goes, cut across where you punched it. I want mm -hmm. you to act like you're straight cutting it. So we straight cut it. And he's like, okay, now start to smoke it. And I will tell you what, it was vastly different from having a punch yeah. cut to a straight cut. Now, for me particularly, what I found was the punch cut for me particularly kind of stifled the taste. And I don't know if it was because it was coming through such a small area. And when I, when I cut that cigar with a straight cut and I started to smoke it, it's like somebody it for anybody out there who's a bourbon drinker, you know that even a <laughs> drop of water in bourbon will change its drastically flavor. change it. Yes. And I had I did not think going from a punch cut to a straight cut would change the flavor of something so much, but it did. It did. And yes. I haven't punch cut a cigar since. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing, Bruno, that it, it's interesting. I don't know that we've talked a lot on this show about the different types of, of cuts. Um, I know we, we have at some point. We've obviously we've talked about punch cut, straight cut, V cut. Uh, but we've never really kind of discussed when, I, I guess, when wouldn't be the right way to phrase that but it's all a personal preference but if you're a guy that that straight cuts your cigar every time you know what? pick up a cheap punch cut next time yeah, you're just try it and try it try it you would be surprised how much it changes cigars it does um, and if and, you know go with your smaller size first punch it first try it and if you're immediately you're like i don't like it take your straight yeah, cut you out just and cut it cut it uh, but definitely try the different styles of cuts because they do they, they do have an effect on the flavor of the cigar. Same with the V-cut. Uh, I never had a V-cut uh, until I worked at the brick and mortar, and then we kept a large V-cutter on the counter. Mm -hmm. And it was very popular amongst the regulars. They would all cut their cigars with the same V-cut. And I, it wasn't until one day I was just like, you know what, I'm going to try this. And I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. But it was definitely different. Um, and to this day, you know, it's something I, I can say I tried. It changed the cigar. 
I just don't carry a V gun. I carry a straight yeah, Zycar I, with me. I, yeah, I carry just, a, that's a just Zycar. What it is. There's your there's the plug, the Zycar straight cut. Yes. That's just that that is what it is. So let's but think try, back. It, try it. Go, Seriously. If yeah, you're going yes. into your local brick and mortar, I mean you're gonna be able to find a punch cutter for you a can couple pick bucks. Up a, yeah, you can pick up a cheap punch cutter for probably under five dollars. Oh yeah. For if, if I'm trying to remember what they were, and I'm pretty I'm pretty confident. They were yeah, they were they were not expensive. They were under no. five dollars. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in that. Try statement. some of these things yourself. Don't yeah. be afraid to experiment with yep. your cigars. You know, don't. And uh, let me rephrase that. I would not recommend, unless you have the money to do to do so, to experiment with a thirty dollars cigar. No, but- no. What I would, what I would say, Bruno, is is take a cigar, take your regular cigar, a cigar that you know like the back of your hand. Um, so when that flavor changes, you will be able, you'll know what's different about it. Don't take something you've never had before. Yeah, I agree. Or something that you're not too familiar with. Take your your go-to cigar. So like Bruno, Bruno every night, Bruno smokes an Oliva Connecticut. Pretty I much. Would say take, take your Oliva Connecticut and use that as your trial because you should know that what that flavor profile is. Uh, so if something changes, you should be able to pick that out. So take something that, that you're very familiar with and just try different cuts. See what you think. You never know. You may you may end up finding something that you really like. Yeah, and I'm confident, you know, I've never tried this, and maybe it's something that I will someday. I'm confident the cut, had the diameter of the cigar, whatever ring gauge it is, is going to have a lot to do with the cut, too. If you've got oh, yeah. a smaller ring gauge, like a 38, a 34, you know, a punch cut may be awesome for that yeah. size. If you've got yeah. a... A 64 or a 68, I don't think <laughs> you're going to get it. much yeah. out of a punch cut. <laughs> no, no, you're probably going to get a lot of tar built up around the punch. But So let's uh, let's jump here. I, I've got one that I want to dive into. Dive into this it, was Because this was one, think, go way back in your in your head, Bruno. Um, 2014. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. what it, it seems like forever ago. And I guess it that, is. It's 10 years. I mean. But yeah, go back to 2014. CAO released a cigar in 2014 that, when it hit the shelves, I loved it. It was something brand uh, new. Yes, I remember. Um, it was something brand new, never before seen, really. I, that nothing that I was familiar with in the CAO Amazon Basin. Yes, I rem- I do remember those. So you know, CAO released that Brent uh, released that blend in 2014. Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan binder. Filler from Brazil, Colombia, and the Dominican. Now, the the highlight of the cigar was the Brazilian filler that's in that. Uh, it, it included a tobacco called Braganca. I think is how you say this. Um, yeah, and it's close when, enough. <laughs> yeah, it's close. Sorry if it's and, not for somebody no, who knows yeah. how to say it. Yeah, apologies. And on the the, I remember when the boxes of the Amazon Basin came in. There was a nice little card in there that told the story of the Amazon Basin. And General Cigar at the time said that this specific type of tobacco could only be harvested every three years. Um, that the, the the tobacco plants had to be spaced out further than, than typical, so they couldn't grow as much. And then once these leaves were harvested, they had to be taken out via canoe out of the rainforest. Uh, so it gave a great story. And then on top of that, I mean, if, if the cigar was just bad, the story wouldn't have mattered. But on top of that, the cigar was really good had this nice, interesting characteristic to it. And what I really thought was cool, and this is just marketing, but I thought it was cool, was the band on the cigar was a t- wrapped tobacco leaf that oh, yeah. you just smoke right through it. 
That's uh, that is the thing that got me uh, with that pretty quickly was looking for a band and you're not seeing a band and you're kind of like, what's going on? There's no band. And knowing that you were going to smoke through it. But I, I actually do remember when these came out and I do remember they were extremely, extremely tasty. Yes. I yes, do remember yes. that. So CAO has begun shipping the Amazon Basin. This is the first time that they've shipped uh, Amazon Basin since 2022. Uh, so it's been a couple of years since they've been available. Uh, and they, they've begun shipping those. I think they're out now, possibly. Yeah, it looks like they're there. They should be out now or on their way. Uh, MSRP is right around fourteen dollars, uh, up from a little bit. I think back in twenty twenty in twenty twenty two they were twelve, and I think going back to twenty fourteen, I remember them being right around ten, maybe. They were actually nine twenty five. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I'm reading as we're going as we're doing this. I'm going through it. Yeah. Nine twenty-five. Oh God! Which, when you're when we're done with this, it'll it'll segue us right into our next yes um, topic yes. that it yes. works well. Yes, sir. Uh, General hasn't quite said how many they're going to ship. They're they are keeping it limited. Uh, I think they said there's going to be. They haven't given an exact number. Uh, they their statement was slightly less than six thousand boxes. Um, so it'll still be a limited find, but I'm sure it won't be impossible. I know in, in, in 2014, it was limited, but it wasn't hard to find. Yeah. And then in 2022, even when it was released, I remember seeing it at one of the larger brick and mortars in our area. So while 6,000 boxes doesn't sound like a lot, uh, it's a, it's a fair amount. So when Adam or I sees these, we're, this is a plug, <laughs> we're buying, yes. Uh, some for us and a couple we for are. our our partner. <laughs> yeah, we we certainly certainly are. <laughs> so Bruno, yeah, let's pivot. You you yeah, you it's so already we're ready to go to the next another spot. So run with it. Something that is kind of interesting that I remember. <laughs> I was I didn't remember until I was reminded in our kind of a pre prep that come January and February every year in the brick and mortar we worked in. It was pricing time. So every January or February, not every cigar, but I'd say half or more of them yeah. go through a slight price increase. You know, this year there's a really good article about this, and it'll range from $0.05 cents to $0.75, cents, you know, averages around 30 or 40 It's not a lot, but no. one of the reasons that – I want to go over this is understand that your brick and mortars aren't raising their prices. If it's a good brick and mortar, right. aren't raising <laughs> their prices just because they're like, Oh, we need to make more money now. No, they, no. they, the one we worked at and most of the ones that I've been in and talked to the people that run it or own it, they have a set margin that they have to charge to make a profit. Otherwise they're going to go out of business just like any other business. Yes. Well, Every year in January, February, most of the time in January, cigars go up. I've seen, I can remember at the brick and mortar we worked at, I can remember when it was like a buck and a half on a cigar at one time. And it, yeah. it really did wreak havoc that was, with yes. the customers because they thought we were trying to gouge them. We're like, why are you raising the price? We're like, no, 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 no. Slow down. It's yeah. not us. Not us. No, I remember that time as well. 
And that, I think, was was a special circumstance. I think that it was. was. A, that was a tax thing in, in the state that we worked. Uh, the, the state implemented a new tax on tobacco, and it was significant. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, overnight, a $5 cigar became almost a $7 cigar. Exactly. Uh, so in this case that we're talking about, um, E.P. Carrillo announced their price increases will take effect in February. And I'm just calling out E.P. Carrillo, not necessarily because hey, E.P. Carrillo is raising their prices, but just because they were mentioned in the article. And Carrillo... They have come out and said their price increases. Yep, it's going to happen. And it's going to be between $0.05 cents and $0.75, cents, which is pretty standard when it comes to price it increases. It is. It is. You're not, we're not talking, hey, it's beginning of the year. The cigar goes up a dollar. No, it's typically a few cents. It's, it's, it's typically less than a dollar. And most times, it's a point where, as a consumer, you probably don't even notice. Uh, it's, it's very, very little. But yeah. it's just the fact. It's just the... The uh, companies, I mean, the cost of tobacco goes up. The cost of labor goes up. They have Very to. Very much so. You know, you know, they have to charge more for the product. So so it's something that, that we discussed. It's like I wondered how many people, how many how many of our listeners realize this happens every year. It's yep. not just once a year. It's not just one time this happens. This happens every January, February. And I will link this particular article in the show notes. And there's a great uh, chart in this article. That shows all of the brands this year that have had a price increase, and it's significant. And that's not to say, oh, your cigars are going to get more expensive. Yeah, they are. But like I said, these increases are very, very minimal. They're they are. and A few cents. Yeah, like everybody else, if you work, well, most of us, well, all of us pretty much work. We have to to support our habits. But like everything else, you can't <laughs> expect somebody not with today's climate and everything that's going on you can't they can't keep the prices the same everybody knows if they raise prices especially considering cigar smoking is not an essential what right that <laughs> that people could very easily go yeah I'm, I'm i'm done buying cigars they've gone up too much but no, more than I, anything be nice to your brick and mortars don't think yeah, that it's, it's, it's definitely that, not the brick and yeah. mortar and Bruno, I think one of the things when when guys get into cigars, the guys that get into cigars and they stay in in the cigar in, into the cigar culture, I, I think when you first get in, you have to accept, hey, I'm getting into a hobby that is kind of a premium. Um, it's different than something like bourbon, obviously, um, but you know going in that you're you're getting into a hobby where a single cigar is going to cost you at a minimum, you know, five to seven dollars. Yeah. Um, so you, you kind of get into this hobby, I think, understanding what you're getting yourself into. So when you see a, you know, let's say a 20, 20, 25 cent price hike, when I see it, I really don't flinch over it, um, at, at this point, because no, it's like, I'm don't. already, pay, I'm already paying, you know, I'm already accustomed to paying this much. What's a quarter. So um, fun fact for you. Yes. I don't think I've ever told you this. So my wife and I met in 2009, and f- as old as I am, in all of my years of working, I actually got caught up in the recession in 2008, was yep. laid off from my job for almost nine months, which was miserable. And in that time period, I met my wife, and some of her friends started to harass her and say, and tell her, you're dating some low life that's unemployed. And do you know what her answer was to them? 
What's that? He has expensive habits. He will not be unemployed for long. <laughs> and expensive habits being Perfect. beer, bourbon, and cigars. Yes. So, yes, and I sir. wasn't. I got a job as quick as I could. But yeah, yeah that was yeah, that was the funny part. Yeah, is that... she goes, eh, he might be unemployed now, but he's not going to be for long. But Adam, you are correct. This is not. <clears throat> if you stay in this, and you really want to experiment. And do some things, and it's weird because last night I was actually trying to put a number to how much I spend per year on cigars. And when I oh, started wow. to, when that number started to come to light in my head, I immediately said, "Oh crap!" And I put the thought right out of my head because yep. I I figure as I a try regular, not to think. <laughs> so <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> as a regular cigar smoker, I figure I am maybe three hundred a month. Yeah. So yep. when you start adding all that up, it's it's not an inexpensive hobby. <laughs> so, and Bruno, you and I were talking about this pre-show. My uh, my oldest son just ordered his placed his first order of cigars, and it got delivered today. He had that that joy moment of ordering cigars on Monday, getting your <laughs> tracking number, and then just waiting. Um, and and it was the first time he's ordered premium cigars, and so he got his first taste of oh, this is what they cost. Um, oh yeah. And, you know, to his credit, he picked out what he wanted, and he said, yeah, this is what I'm comfortable. I'm planning I'm planning on spending X, uh, and I'm okay with that. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that, that's how you have to approach it. You just have to say, you know what, this is for me. I enjoy this, and, yeah, if, if this is what I'm going to spend, then this is what I'm going to spend. You know, I, I don't have – I shouldn't say I don't have other hobbies because I do. I'm bad with that. Uh, but when it comes to the cigar hobby, that's my priority. Um, yeah, there's always going to be – um, that's always going to factor in to everything I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm this is something yeah. I enjoy. So, uh, real quick, I wanted to touch on because I know I said we said this is going to be a short one, yep. and me and, and Bruno and I have have a plan yep. in in motion actually for this to be a short one. Uh, I I we talked previously. I picked up the Anorsa uh, Cerberus Guardian of the Farm uh, Calabra. I actually I just had that pre-show. I was uh, having that with both of my sons. Uh, because a Calibra has three cigars, we had had planned on having it together. And I will say that if you get the chance, grab one. Uh, very nice medium body, some nice nuttiness. Uh, there was a nice spice, especially on the retrohale. It wasn't overpowering. It was a nice, nice warm spice there. Stop. Explain um, retrohale. Retrohale is when you take and draw off your cigar, rather than blowing the smoke out of your mouth, you push the smoke out through your nose. Uh, you can pick up a lot more of the flavor when yes. you do that. It takes some practice. I was just telling Bruno, I have one of my sons who can do it without thinking, <laughs> and the other is getting irritated because he's trying his hardest, and he's almost got it, but he watches my other son do it without thinking. Uh, and so it's, it was kind of kind of funny. But if you see the Cerberus, uh, the Inorsa Cerberus Guardian of the Farm, uh, Calabra, pick it up. It's quite nice. I'm hoping to get down there and pick up a couple more just to keep them in my humidor for a while and get some age on them. Um, I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, so with that, you know, Inorsa has announced they ha uh, the Supreme Leaf, they're releasing a new size uh, coming out in March. It's a Rothschild size, which is kind of nice. I'm kind of I'm a fan of a Rothschild size. It's the typical. Uh, it's the Supreme Leaf blend. Nothing new there, just in a new size. Uh, so if you are a fan of the Rothschild size, I believe that's uh, right now. It looks like it's it's going to be hitting in March. So if you've got your yeah. place, you get your Norses. March, you should be able to pick up the Rothschild. So I'll probably pick that up and try it, see how it smokes in that size. Uh, and lastly, 
we talk a lot about getting out to your brick and mortars. Um, yes. So if you are in the Cincinnati area, February the 9th, Mason Cigar Manor, my father's cigar event. Oh, um, yeah. You should definitely make a point and get out to Mason Cigar Manor for that event because it's going to be awesome. Bruno and I will be there. We will. Uh, you can come if you're if you're a cigar newbie and you say, I, I don't know. I don't want to go there. I don't, I don't know anybody. No, we'll you know you. Bruno and I, come come to Mason Cigar Manor, find Bruno and myself, and you will have made two new friends that night, and you will have an awesome time at your first cigar event. Or you will. if you just, even if it's not your first, if you just want to come out to a cigar event and hang out, come hang out with Bruno and I. It'll be awesome. Uh, it's my father's cigars. How could it be a bad time? Come on. It's not going to be. <laughs> no, it is not. It's going to be a great, great event. That's uh, February the 9th, Mason Cigar Manor. So if you're in the Cincinnati area... Look into that. You should you should really get out there and support the brick and mortars, and this is a perfect opportunity to do that. Yes, and other than that, just in general, get out there and support your brick and mortars. It's yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's a slow time for them right now, but all businesses kind of struggle a little bit, or at least everyone I've ever been in struggle a little bit from in January and February because yep. people are slow worn time. out from the holidays. Yep. <laughs> They're it's tired of spending time. money. And now me, it's Christmas every time I go into a cigar shop. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, He's not lying. Yeah. Santa Claus is here. <laughs> it's contagious too. It is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like the, to the tune of one of the times we went out, He, I'm like, Ooh, Ooh look at this. I'm getting us this. Ooh, look at yeah. this. And three hundred and fifty dollars later, it's yeah. like oh it, it that hurt, but I don't care. Yeah. You want to see kid in a candy store go into a cigar <laughs> shop with Bruno. Oh yeah. It's pretty bad actually. <laughs> it's probably not so, real healthy either. All right, Bruno. We're we're at our point, We are man. done. We, 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 we covered did the things it. we really wanted to cover. We stuck by what we said we were gonna do. This is gonna be the short one. Episode fifteen is officially in the books. Uh, February 9th, get out to Mason Cigar Manor. Uh, definitely. Yes. We, you'll hear us talk about that again. We've got uh, one more episode before that date, so you'll hear that more information on that. But thank you guys, as always, for checking out the Cigar Match podcast. This has been episode 15. Thank Find us on much. social media. Say hey. And, uh, yeah, until next time, keep smoking we'll lots of cigars. Soon. Smoke lots of cigars. See you guys.